Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. Here I am, once again, sitting on the floor of my closet. I think I'm going to rename the Ambitious Podcast Katie's Closet Confessionals, because that's what it feels like. Um, I have gotten so much great feedback from all of my ambitches from all over the world saying that they love the Closet Podcast. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Get on with your bad self, honey. I'm going to keep doing this until further notice. So many of you guys had reached out to me and said, you know, God, it feels like you're actually having like a glass of wine with me and you're talking to me. And so many people have said um, how much they just love this because I'm being real and raw and vulnerable. And that's really what I am going to be doing going forward. Not that I wasn't before, but you know, when Matt was on, we tried to have fun when we were doing it. And this is fun. Don't get me wrong. But we joked around a lot. And I think now it's about, all right, Katie, it's the next level of your mission here on planet earth. Time to wake these bitches up and show them what's going on. So today's podcast is all about, I entitled it 2020's not lost because it's not. I have been getting so many emails from people all over the world and inboxes on my uh, Instagram, DMs and all that. And people just saying like, fuck it, 2020 is over and I'm not doing shit till 2021. And I'm like, dude, that is not what you should be doing right now. Uh, I I also feel, I'm not going to lie, there has been days, probably 50% of my days are like me looking in the mirror in my bathroom I have no lashes. Uh, I haven't worn makeup since the Reagan administration. I haven't had a pedicure and a manicure in, I don't even know, three, four months. And I just look crazy. I've been dyeing my own motherfucking hair with a $4.99, like, legit Revlon soft black. (laughs) I'm not even joking you. And if you guys know me, you guys know that I love, I love beautiful things. And of course, I want to feel sexy and beautiful too. But I am just like in this mode where I'm just like, listen, we're all just doing our best here. And by just throwing the baby out with the bathwater and saying that 2020 is over and they're not doing shit till 2021, I'm here to tell you that I feel exactly the same 50% of the time. I look in the mirror at myself and I haven't had Botox And I feel like my face is looking a little crazy, but you know what? I don't give a fuck because I'm like, Kitty, everyone else is feeling the exact same way. You feel, you feel ugly some days. You feel crazy. You feel like you don't know what the fuck is going on. I look in the mirror and I say to myself, what the fuck are you even doing? What is the point of life? Why are we even here? And then the next day I wake up and I feel strong and powerful again, like the queen of ambitious land. And that is the roller coaster that we've all been riding. Tell me I'm lying, please. I'm sure that you're sitting at home right now shaking your head or you're driving the car, nodding your head and saying you feel the exact same way. So I'm here to tell you guys that 2020 is not lost. We are halfway through the year. 
Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's been a hell of a shit show. But we still have time to make 2020 our bitches. We still have the time to make the rest of our lives the best of our lives. And we still have six more months of 2020. If you guys know me, you guys know that I am not living in three-dimensional reality. I'm living in higher dimensions of reality. I'm talking like fifth dimensions and higher. So I don't really believe in man-made constructs of time and uh, Mother Earth's three-dimensional timelines. I am not living there. But I know so many of you guys are still one toe in and one toe out. And I'm here to tell you that the rest of 2020, if you step up to the plate right now that you can wrestle it and you can make it amazing. So today I'm going to give you five ways that I want you guys to adopt to help make the rest of 2020 the best. And honestly, in so many ways, I think the first six months of this year have been amazing for so many reasons. And I'm going to get into it and you're probably like, Katie, what are you talking about? I'm I'm serious. I'm serious. This is real. I think that so many lessons have been learned and so many things have come up for me that's helped evolve my soul on this three-dimensional earth plane. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. Uh, I pulled some of my uh, ambitious 28-day protocolers and uh, I was talking to my business manager, Kim Fox, this morning. And I was like, what do people want to hear about, man? I'm kind of like at a loss. And she's like, honestly, I think I think how to make 2020 the rest of the year, the next six months, kick some ass. And I was like, eh, you're, smart, you're a smart little shit. Kim Fox, thank you. I love you more than life itself. So I'm going to give you guys the five ways that I think that we all need to really adopt to make the rest of 2020 kick some major ass. Okay, you guys ready? All right, here we go. So number one, the number one way that I think that all of you, all of you ambitious out there need to adopt is to really set some strong rituals in play in your everyday life. Okay. Now when I'm saying rituals, I mean like things that you do every day, no matter what, because as we know, every day in quarantine, every day that we wake up and we go on our Instagrams and we go on our Facebooks and we see the horror that we're mostly living. I mean, we're living, there's a lot of horror all over the fucking world. Let's be honest. I'm not here to sugarcoat shit. I'm not motherfucking Willy Wonka. But when you go on social media first thing in the morning and you, and that's like the first energy that you take in and it's just like horrifying and sad and scary and overwhelming, then pretty much the rest of your day is going to follow suit. So my biggest thing that I tell all of the girls that I train and coach from all over the world is have some motherfucking non-negotiable rituals. Uh, For me, I'm just going to talk about what my rituals are, and then you can create your own or adopt some of mine, whatever strokes your poontang. I don't care. Okay. This is your shit. This is your life. And I'm just here to help give you guys tools. That's it. I'm not here to dangle you. I'm not here to prop you up. I'm not here to puppeteer you or master any of any of you. I'm here just to give you some tools and then you can adopt the ones that you like and then you can throw the rest under your bed. I don't give a shit. So for me, my biggest rituals are, this is how I live my life every day. And in quarantine and throughout the last couple months, it's been a 
hell of a lot more difficult, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking lie, than normal. Usually I'm on point, I get up, I have my rituals, everything is is cut and dry, and I'm very... Um, I'm very goal and task oriented. And then, you know, the last couple of months, I'm like, who am I and why am I here on this earth? And what what is my purpose? And should I just go now and put my hands down my pants and watch Netflix for the rest of the day? Okay. So for me, I wake up in the morning. The first thing I do in the morning is I go straight to my gratitude before I even get out of bed. Okay. I just go straight to my gratitude and I'll just say, you know, God, goddess, universal life force energy. Thank you so much. And I will just list a couple things that I'm thankful for right then and there. It could be something as simple as, you know, thank you for the fact that I have running water in my home that I can just get up and take a piss, wash my hands, brush my teeth, you know, wash my lady bits and then go back to what I'm doing instead of having to like, you know, travel seven miles like some people do in certain countries to get water for Christ's sakes. Okay. Just small little things. It could be like, if Matt isn't snoring in the morning, I might roll over and just be grateful for him. If he's looking like a little sleeping cherub, that's not always the case. Let's be honest. Sometimes he's like, like fucking, you know, one of the goddamn Muppets. Okay. But usually I'm grateful for it. I love you, Matt Babine, if you're listening. Uh, and then I just go to my gratitude. Okay. Just take a couple of things, two, three, four things that you're grateful for, but don't just say them like, I'm grateful for my cat. I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my Maserati, whatever the hell you, you know, that's bullshit. You want to say what you're grateful for and you want to feel it on a visceral level. Okay. On a visceral level. And then I get up, I put my robe on and I go into the kitchen and I put my water and my tea kettle on and I get my French press coffee ready. And then while that's getting you know warmed up, I will light uh, a Nag Champa incense. I will put on my essential oils and my diffuser. And then I will light a stick of Palo Santo, which is this sacred wood from um, South America. Or you know some people like sage, whatever. I don't care. And I light it. And I just start putting the smoke all over my body. And I'm just transmuting the energy from sleep state to wake state. And while I'm doing that, I say this, I am a queen. I am royalty. I am a child of the most high God. I will act as such. I will be treated as such. I am such. And I'll say that three times and I'll even put the smoke under my feet, under my armpits, over my head, whatever. And it just instantly shifts my energy. Then the next thing I do is I say my ambitious abundance affirmation. All of this is in my book, guys. Uh, All of this is in my book. But of course, you know, this podcast is a service that I provide for you guys every week. So I want to just be totally transparent. Um, But if you want to learn even deeper, I mean, I think I actually did a podcast about this a while back. Uh, But if you want to learn deeper, obviously, get Ambitious the book. It's up for pre-sale on Amazon. But I have some really cool stuff coming down the pike with the book. I'll tell you guys about that later. But... This is a constant, uh, this is just a stream of consciousness in my closet. So here we are. (laughs) So then I say my ambitious abundance affirmation. And after I say my ambitious abundance affirmation, I close my eyes and I have this whole um, visual, visceral, mind, muscle connection thought that I do. And why I do this is it, it, it makes it feel so real. Like your body, your mind doesn't know the difference between it's actually happening or not. 
And that is the part of manifestation that a lot of people get twisted. They're like, you know, they just say things and they do it in such a mediocre way and they don't make it like pomp and circumstance and ritualistic. And that's why it's taking a thousand times longer to manifest your dreams and goals and desires, y'all. Okay. So I say my ambitious abundance affirmation. And then by that time, the tea kettle's whistling. And then I put my water in my French press coffee. And then I have uh, a cup of hot coffee, black, no sugar, no cream, just black because I fast every day. I only I only do OMAD, which is one meal a day, unless I'm doing some extended fasting. But I'm having, you know, coffee. And then I'm having um, some warm water with lemon, half a lemon squeezed into it. And while I'm doing that, guys, I'm journaling. So I am journaling. Um, if you are part of the Ambitious 28 Day Program, you get your journal prompts every day. So every day I'm using a journal prompt. And I'm just asking myself, you know, whatever the journal prompt is for the day. And I'm just like free writing and I'm not judging myself. I'm not like, oh, I just spelt two T-W-O-O instead of T-O, whatever. I'm not judging myself. I'm just free writing. And I do that for about five to 10 minutes. And then after I do that, I choose my big three. So like, what is the three biggest things that if I can accomplish today, I'm going to feel like amazing? Because I don't know about you guys, but I'm a sick fuck. And I make these to-do lists. I actually call them to accomplish lists, but you know, it's a to-do list. And I make these sick ass to-do lists that are like 50 items long. And then I get 48 out of the 50 items done. And then I don't do two. And then I feel like a bag of smashed assholes because I'm a psychopath, type A personality overachiever. I'm working on that. You guys know that. I'm working on that. If you listen to last week's podcast, I outed myself. It's not helping me feel the way I want to feel being a, a type A personality and being an overachiever. So I choose three things. If I get those three things done, I feel amazing. And if I get more than three things done, great. But I was putting so much effing pressure on myself before, and I don't want to feel that way anymore. And then right from there, after my big three, I go straight to my meditation. And then from the meditation, I go to my workout. So it could be yoga and cardio, or it could be primal movements and cardio, you know, like lifting. And, or it could just be like a day where, um, I'm just doing like a walk outside or gardening. You know, I can, I have those active rest days too. And then I come in from my workout, wherever that may be. I shower and I get ready for the day. And lately ready for the day means putting my same fucking sweatpant outfit on over and over again. No, no hair done. My hair is slicked back and I have no makeup on. And I have my same ambitious t-shirt on. Maybe it's a black one. Maybe it's a white one. Maybe it's a sweatshirt if I'm feeling chilly. (laughs) And the same joggers, the same sweatpants. And that's been my reality. And then from like 11 in the morning till about 4 or 5 in the afternoon, I'm doing a hard-ass monomaniacal workflow. 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I take a break. I have another cup of coffee. Um, Obviously, during this time, guys, I'm drinking a ton of water. I drink a gallon of water every day. This is part of my rituals. And then at 4, I have a cup of coffee. And then I'll shoot the shit with Matt for a little bit um, if he's home. And then we'll do a second meditation together in the afternoon. And my second meditation is not transcendental. It's not a mantra meditation. It's actually a guided meditation. So it could be my inner child healing meditation. It could be a forgiveness meditation, an abundance meditation. Every day I do a different one. And then at six o'clock in the afternoon, it's a hard stop for work. So we don't talk about work anymore. We're not working anymore. It is like time for family time. So it's like we're cooking dinner together. We're listening to music. We're hanging out. And then at night, I have my nighttime rituals. And my nighttime rituals are I take my supplement. I might take a hot bath 
or a second shower. And then it could be, you know, playing the piano. It could be reading. It could be watching a movie. And um, I say my ambitious abundance affirmation for a second time. And then I go to sleep. And that is my day. Now, you might be like, damn, that's a lot. It's really not because they have become my rituals. I've been doing this for a really long time. So they have become my rituals. Um, but I think the best thing for you guys is to adopt a day like that. I mean, obviously, not everyone is working from home right now. People are still um, going out into the world and working and doing their jobs. And they probably have been the whole entire time that we've been in quarantine. So you have to create and curate your own rituals. They're not going to be the same as mine because my life and your life are totally two different lives. But having rituals, in my opinion, is one of the best ways to start propping the year 2020 back up and not throwing out the baby with the bathwater because it's not it's not forsaken, guys. It's not over. We're not flushing this year down the toilet. Uh, we still have six more months of 2020. Okay. And we can kick some major ass. So number one is adopt some damn non-negotiable practices and rituals and stick to them like glue. Number two, all you can do right now, guys, is control what you can control. Remember, control is an illusion. Nothing is in control. There's very little on earth. As we know, hello, 2020 called and they want their first six months back. Fuck. Okay. So only control what you can control. And the only things that you can control right now, and this is for reals, so don't get scared and shit your pants. Don't have the crab apple splatters just because you're feeling some sort of way after I tell you this. Controlling your food. So what's going into your mouth. Controlling if you're drinking or not, right? If you're drinking alcohol and how much alcohol are you drinking, okay? If you're drinking uh, a, a fifth of vodka every night, you probably are um, need to chill the fuck out, okay? If it's really bad, maybe you need to call somebody. But I noticed the first part of quarantine, you know, I was still eating really well and I was still doing everything I needed to do, but I was tanking back the drinks. And I think it was a way to numb myself out. I wasn't just having like a leisurely glass of wine. There were nights where I was drinking like five hard drinks on the rocks. Like I'm talking like five bourbons and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, don't, please don't call Betty Ford on me. I, I, I'm not Sandra Bullock in 28 days, the movie. Um, I was just, I had nothing. I, I was just in such a place of fear and like confusion and uncertainty that I was just like, I need something. I need something. And I started to realize that the alcohol every night was starting to make me feel like a bag of smashed assholes. And I was like, Katie, you're fucking smarter than this. You did not come this far to only come this far. So what I did was I started weaning off the booze and I was like, okay, I can have a couple glasses of rosé on a, on a Friday and a Saturday night. And that makes me feel good. And I can get up the next day and do my rituals and do my work and do my workouts and feel good. Drinking five hard drinks to numb out because I'm overwhelmed because I have to shut my businesses down and, you know, my daughter's living with us again and um, Matt is dealing with all his work shit and then uh, all the other things that, that happened after quarantine uh, from the murders of innocent black people all across our country to things that are happening in, happening in other countries. I mean, damn, man, it's been a fucking lot. I don't care who you are. It's been a lot. So for me, um, the alcohol thing started to get a little yucky. And I was like, Katie, what are you doing? 
And I started to say, okay, we have to go back to the control, what you can control part. So I know that I can control my food. I cook all my meals. I order my my food online. I'm, I love to cook. If you guys follow me on Instagram and Facebook at uh, Katie Boyd Ambitious, you always see like my food and stuff. I love to cook. It's like a meditation for me. Um, and, you know, controlling the fact that I shouldn't be tanking back drinks like I was every night just to numb out. That's I. That's not who I am. That, that, what, that was Katie 2010. That's not Katie 2020, you know? And then fasting. So like, when are you actually fasting? Right? Like I fast on Mondays and Tuesdays for 48 hours every week. And there were a couple days where I was like, I don't want to fast. I mean, God damn it. The only thing I have to look forward to is eating something delicious tonight. Unacceptable. And then exercise. A lot of people were like, I'm fat because I can't exercise. Dude, you can do exercise anywhere. You can, I don't care if you have an apartment in Greenwich Village in New York City and it's like your, it's you and your parrot in one room. You can still do squats and lunges and yoga and things like that and push ups. You don't need a full blown gym. And I own a damn gym, guys. Okay. I'm a huge advocate for going to the gym. But you don't need a gym. I mean, my ambitious 28-day protocol and ambitious 365-day protocol, you don't need one freaking weight. And the workouts are killer. Killer. So don't, you know, don't say, I need a gym to work out. No, you don't. And now that it's nice out, you can walk outside. You can do outside workouts. Today I did yoga in my back deck and, and it was a beautiful, sunshiny day. And then I took a walk around my neighborhood and I didn't need no stinking gym. So right now, that's the only real things that you can control. And last but not least, two other things. Uh, And these kind of go hand in hand. Um, What you're allowing into your life. So that is relationships and social media. So I noticed that at night I was having a couple drinks and then I was like going on TikTok and I was going on Facebook and I was going on Instagram and I was just mindlessly scrolling And then I would have legit, I'm not even joking you, I would have like nightmares all night or I couldn't sleep because I was so upset or I would like cry myself to sleep because the world was just like, oh God, it was just killing me. It was like breaking my fucking heart. And I was like, what are you doing? You don't have to look at this shit, Katie. You don't have to. You can post what you want to post and check in on your protocol girls on the Facebook pages that you have. And just post on Instagram and get the fuck off. You don't need to be scrolling and seeing what everybody else and their mother is doing. And the other thing is, is friendships and relationships. Like you can control toxic relationships or healthy relationships. You do not have to have, especially right now, to be around people who make you feel sick or upset or hurt or depressed or anxious. And I know a lot of you guys are listening to this right now and you guys are in abusive relationships, abusive marriages. You might live with a child who has an addiction or is abusive. I understand that. But you can start taking the time to start to retract or back out of those relationships if that is what your heart is telling you to do and what your soul is telling you to do. Because you only have this one precious human life, guys. And believe me, I, you know, I married... Uh, divorce is not an option. Okay. Never. My husband and I have the most incredible relationship, but there were times in, in the last three months where I was like, how can I get away with me poisoning this motherfucker and it not showing up on a toxicology report? 
<laughs> I'm serious. I'm being for reals with you right now. And I was also like, how do I bury his body? He's a big motherfucker. <laughs> and Matt, I love you if you're listening. But it has been hard. And we have a fucking great relationship. I can only imagine what my my ambitious out there are going through if they have really hard um, significant other relationships or if they're living with people in their home that are toxic and low vibe and abusive and drifters, okay? So right now that those are the only things you can control, guys. So control what you can control. Food, fasting, exercise, relationships, social media. Other than that, that's really all you can control. Number three. <laughs> oh, dude, reestablish what you desire your life to be. Write it down and get everyone either on the bus or they're under the fucking bus. Okay. Because here's the deal. And I am going to be totally honest with you. Before 2020, I always do like vision boarding and the goals and oh, desires and aspirations and all this shit. And I'm very, very, very meticulous about how I'm, how I'm going to achieve it, what I desire to achieve and like the blueprint and the, um, like how to get there. Right. And then 2020 happened and then it was an enema with some fucking acid. Okay. And pretty much everything that I, I mean, I even signed contracts with one of the largest speaking companies in the world and like, Ain't no one doing no speaking engagements right now for 10,000 people. They won't even let 10 people in the same fucking room together at this time. Okay. So all these things that I had planned are now not happening. I'm not saying they're never going to happen, but I'm saying right now that is not in the cards. So there's always a way to get to where you desire to go. And it might not be the way that you thought you were going to go there. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that it can't still happen, right? With Ambitious the Book. I'm going to tell you a little secret about Ambitious the Book. <laughs> um, it was supposed to be out for pre-sale last week. And with the pre-sale, everyone who bought the pre-sale on Amazon Kindle was going to get the introduction and the first chapter. Then we find out that's not possible. So then we're like, okay, how do we pivot? Then... The person who uploaded it by accident loaded the entire book and it was supposed to be a 12-week pre-sale. That didn't work out so fucking well. But guess what? The, the, I, I could have fucking shit a purple Twinkie and I could have went totally out of my fucking tree and went ham. And I was like, no, no, no. If anything, that friggin' quarantine and what we've been going through the last you know six months in 2020 or three months or whatever, however long you've been going through this shit, it's taught me that take a fucking deep breath and slow down because everything is figure outable. And we pivoted and we figured it out and I didn't get upset and I didn't drink uh, a whole bottle of bourbon <laughs> and it's going to be actually better than ever. And guess what? Some people actually got to buy the entire book because of the mistake and they found little things, little nuances that need to be changed. Little, um, like my girl, Dawn Priest, who I adore, she's part of the Ambitious 365. And she is like a, such a fan of Ambitious. And she's like, hey, I got the book. And I just want to let you know that the text has to be changed on Amazon so that I can like read it, read the text larger. I'm like, oh shit. Now, if I would have done it differently and things had worked out the way that I wanted them to work out, 
none of this would have ever happened and I would have put the book out and it would have been problematic, right? So reestablish what you desire the next six months of your life to look like and then go back to the drawing board, right? And just know that there's always another way to get to where you're wanting to go. Don't just give up. Number four, in the same lines of this, but it's kind of separate. We got to go back to the drawing board and we have to realize that God, goddess, universe, whatever you believe in, Allah, Buddha, whomever, okay? Whomever, whatever. They have a master plan for us. And before we came down here to this three-dimensional reality, we signed a life contract. So everything that's happening right now to us, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, whether it's painful, whether it's joyful, whatever the fuck it is, it is already predetermined in our, in our life contract. And we have to trust the universe has our back. And we have to trust that God, goddess, whatever, has a plan for your life. And just because it's not working out the way that your blueprint describes doesn't mean it's God's blueprint for you. So we have to kind of surrender at the same time and just be like, and that's what I did this week with the book. I was like, fuck it. God, goddess, universal life force energy. I trust you. I did not come this far to only come this far. I know you have a plan. I trust you. I surrender to you. And guess what? When I surrendered and I just put my arms up in the air and I was like, fuck it. Everything just fell into place. All the answers to all the questions I had were answered. All the issues that I were having, someone else fixed them for me or I figured out an alternate way how to fix them. And guess what? We're sitting pretty. Trust the universe, y'all. Okay? You are not God. You are not goddess. You are not the universe. You are God and goddess and universe. God, goddess, and universe are in you and you are in them, but you don't call the shots. Okay? So we have to trust. And last but not least, I want you to go back and really think about what you learned during quarantine, during the Black Lives Matter. Incredible and horrendous and sad, but eye-opening issues that we're all going through right now, especially in the United States. What did you learn? What did you learn? Ask yourself that question. Were you working at a job that was making you sick that literally they would fucking find a replacement for you 24 hours after you died and they wouldn't give a fuck about you again? Were you furloughed or let go of a, from a job, you know, laid off from a job that, that wasn't serving your highest, greatest good, that was actually keeping you from greatness? Were you actually being a good ally to your black brothers and sisters? Were you? Were you educated about things that has to do with race? Okay. I'll be honest with you. There was a lot of things uh, when this all happened with Black Lives Matter and the murder of George Floyd and countless other black Americans. And I was like, damn, like I know a lot of shit. I mean, my husband is black. Um, I have a ton of black friends. Some of my best friends are black. There was a lot of shit that I didn't know. And I, w- and I was like, damn, Katie, you thought you were so fucking smart and you don't know shit. You had a lot of fucking learning to do, honey. And 
the questions and the lessons that you learned during this quarantine and during the first six months of 2020? What were the lessons? Because when you know better, you do better. I mean, not everyone, let's be honest. Some of you guys are still sacks of shit. Okay, don't, don't get it fucking twisted. You got a lot of work to do. You are far from being ambitious. And like I said last week on my podcast, I was far from being ambitious in a lot of ways too. And I am the self-proclaimed HBIC. What were the lessons, guys? Because when you know better, you do better. So ask yourself, what are the lessons that I learned? I mean, when you learn things and you educate yourself and you level up and you evolve and you ascend, there is nothing better and more beautiful than that. Let's really, truly be honest. So ask yourself, what are the lessons that I learned? And then how can I keep learning and keep educating myself and keep growing and keep evolving? Because I really do believe in my heart, in my little black heart, that 2020 was all about leveling up. It's all about stepping in to the unity conscious of the unity consciousness of the age of Aquarius. And I don't think that any of the horrible things that we went through and we are going to continue to go through for the next 2,500 years in this age of Aquarius is for nothing. It is all for the highest, greatest good of ourselves and of humanity, and of the higher consciousness. So don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater, guys. Don't give up on 2020, because this year is going to go down in history as a year that evolved us to higher dimensions of consciousness and higher dimensions of reality and higher vibrational frequencies, which is what we and Mother Earth And all of the collective need more than ever so that we can truly step up into each of us, every one of us being equal and being, being united on such a greater and wider front, right? So that's my top five ways to make the rest of 2020 kick some major motherfucking ass. Okay. And I want to, before I go, let you in on the inside track for the book Ambitious. Head over to the revamped and relaunched www.kbmfc.com website. Take the How Ambitious Are You quiz. It's so fucking fun, guys. I had such a good time creating that quiz. See how you score and what you have to work on as far as stepping more into your ambitiousness. Uh, Go over to the level up section and see how you and I can work together going forward. And then uh, if you're listening to this right now, you should be able to go on to Amazon and search Katie Boyd Ambitious and get the pre-sale of the book, Ambitious, which I am so excited about. So you will be able to get the pre-sale of Ambitious. And with this pre-sale, you are going to get so many perks for being one of the people, one of the bitches out there that purchase uh, the pre-sale of Ambitious. So the pre-sale is going to run the entire summer. And then the launch of the actual book, when you will be able to get the ebook and the soft cover and all that will be um, September 15th. But, but 
I have a little secret. I'm not going to let you in on too much, but there is going to be a limited edition hardcover signed by yours truly with this amazing, ambitious book box. Um, And there's only a hundred of them that you can pre-purchase. That is going to be on the KBMFC website very soon. I'm going to keep you guys in the loop of that. Um, The best way to keep in the loop is go to the website, guys, and sign up for our um, newsletter. And that's going to get you in the loop of everything ambitious and everything KBMFC, whether it's the book, new programs, the pre-sale, swag, you name it. So head on over to kbmfc.com, sign up for the newsletter, Get over to Amazon, pick up the presale of Ambitious. We're going to um, sign you up to an incredible uh, private book club. So Ambitious Book Club, where I am going to be nurturing each and every one of you guys and loving on you and educating you and empowering you and entertaining you. And that is going to be just an absolutely incredible way to spend your summer. Uh, before the actual book itself that you can get your hands on it. But like I said, there's going to be this limited edition way to get the book. So stay in the loop with that. And I'm just so excited for what the rest of this year is going to bring. I don't know if it can get any crazier than it has been, but I'm not going to fucking say that because you never know. Because every day in fucking quarantine, I was like, it can't get crazier than this. And then the next day you'd wake up and you're like, oh, (laughs) it can. It actually fucking can. Uh, But what do you, I mean, dude, all we can do right now is just listen to this podcast, take the last five things that I said and put them into play. And I promise pinky swear that the rest of 2020 will be kick ass. So I love each and every one of you guys from all over the world. You are my HBICs and together we are going to link arms and we are going to ascend levels higher than we ever thought possible. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday.